Back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. You have to follow John Carney at Breitbart News. He's the co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. You have to follow him. It's really great stuff. Um, John, welcome back to the show. And Thank so you, let me ask you, I know you're on you're on the TV show yesterday. So just going to think about our conversation. So let me get this right. We're going to have a soft landing, not a recession, and we are going to have basically no inflation, basically hitting the Fed's target or close enough to it. They've made great, pro- and everything's going to turn out okay. It's like, it's going to be all right, Mom. <laughs> Grandma, it's going to be okay. Is that is that the forecast, or is the you know, more risks to it. Like NABE says, half of the NABE economists, business economists say there's going to be a recession. Uh, business uh, Investors Daily Tips Poll says 50% think we're already in a recession. But the numbers are coming out differently. What do you make of this? So I think that we will not have a recession, but I think the Fed is going to run into trouble getting to 2%. I think that we're going to be we're, we're, we will not hit two percent on a consistent basis next year, and so the recession risk is if the Fed wakes up to the idea that actually inflation isn't going to come down to the target. There's already calls. Mohammed um, El Arian said that uh, he thinks the Fed should target three percent, and there's going to be uh-huh. pushback against the two percent. So three percent, uh-huh. they'll be fine. Maybe even get down to two point five, but. To get to 2%, I think will require additional interest rate hikes, monetary tightening. We've seen in the last month that, you know, the the tenure has come down a lot. We've seen basically financial conditions loosen a lot. That's going to make it much harder for the Fed to get to 2%. So the recession risk is alive, but only because the Fed can't get to 2% with current financial conditions. They're going to have to tighten, and that brings back the recession risk. I mean, uh, I, a couple weeks ago, let's say a month ago or something like that, when the 10-year uh, blasted off and got over 5%, right? whatever it peak was, 505, yep. I don't know, you would know. Everybody was saying, and to some extent the Fed was saying, uh, okay, the market's doing it for us. The market's tightening for us. But now, as you noted, the 10-year is way down. It's, it closed at 423, went up a couple basis points yesterday. But it's it's fallen almost 100 basis points. So the market's not doing it for them. Okay, is that's their that's their dilemma. That's right. The, the big risk here when they say, oh, the market's doing the tightening is the market can do, undo the tightening very easily. <laughs> yes. And we actually got all, we got down to 4.12% on the 10-year. Mm. In mm. other words, it was coming, you know, just a couple good pieces of financial information, you know, data away from falling below 4%. And I still think that's a risk, actually. I think that we may get the 10-year b- below 4%. But what, and one of the problems is when the Fed says the market will do, us, do it for us, then everybody then says, okay, then there's no more hikes and the 10-year falls, right? So you end up in this vicious circle where unless people think the Fed is going to tighten, the 10-year keeps falling. When the Fed says we don't need to tighten, uh, then the 10-year you know, keeps falling. When they say, we're, no, we do need to tighten, then the 10-year goes up. In other words, these, the, the Fed policy 
can't depend on where the market is because the market reacts to what the Fed policy is. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. So you think sometime early next year, the Fed will start to tighten some more, snug up some more? I think, well, I think they should decide that early next year. Hmm. The big question is how politically independent really is the Federal Reserve? I think that they are going to be under tremendous pressure. Uh, Luckily, Lael Brainerd, who was arguably one of the most partisan members of the Federal Reserve, she's now... She's not at the Fed anymore. She's a very smart woman, but she's now in the Biden White House, which you know tells you where she she's, was. All she's along. got my old job. She's the director yeah. of the National Economic Council. It's a very big job, by the way. Uh, as you she, as you taught me, Larry, it's one of the most powerful jobs in the United States. Well, you know, you got a lot of access to the president, and you kind of control the president's agenda. But, you know, your point, all right, Jay Powell, I mean, this is a second term. Uh, If Trump wins, I don't think he'll be reappointed. But I'm not sure Jay cares. I mean, you know, he's going to get on in years. Uh, It's not not as old as Joe Biden. But you're asking the question, in an election year, uh, when they're a point away from their target, will they tighten? That's a very interesting question. John and there's a lot of pressure, tricky. not just political pressure, but social pressure on these guys not to do anything that would be perceived as helping Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They don't want to, you know, so I'm not saying that they'll, you know, that they would intentionally, you know, fix the interest rates to help Biden. But if but they will avoid doing anything that would be perceived as helping uh, a Republican get elected, but especially Donald Trump, if he's the nominee, which he's going to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that. uh I think that they will maybe decide that they can hold off. And by the way, can you imagine the fireworks if they hold off on raising interest rates next year, even though inflation stays hot? Trump comes into office and they immediately decide to start raising rates. Mm. He'll get That's furious. Gonna be a He'll be wild. furious. He would be absolutely furious. You're right about that. I mean, I know him well. He, he will not uh, like that. Uh, John, just the last 30, 40 seconds. Um, You've got a lot of negative indicators out there, the leading economic indicators and the ISM manufacturing. I mean, how good is the economy going to be? It looks like it's in the fourth quarter, what, 1%, 2%? Yeah, look, we're not going to have the kind of year we had in 2023 where mm. the economy grew generally at above 2%. Mm. Uh, we're going to have a 1% to 2% year next year, by all indications, uh, the Fed really wants that to happen, by the way. They think 1.8% is as as, as mm. good as you can get, and they want it to be below that. So mm. uh, I, I think we're in for you know 1.5% to 1.8% growth next year. Right. Um, but inflation is going to be still be a big problem. All right. John Carney, Breitbart News Editor, Economics and Finance, and he is the co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. You can get that, folks, on the Breitbart website. I'm Kudlow. Stock market work after this.